Hey everyone, it is episode 21 um, of Griff's Brain Dump, and it is me, obviously, Griff. Um, you're thinking, why is this coming out today, not on Sunday like usual? Because I actually have a guest with me. I have a comedian, co- comedian entrepreneur, you have lots of ventures going on. I do. Um, very, very funny man, and actually an interesting man off stage and on stage. I have... The madman, Steve McCann. <laughs> Hello. How are you doing, mate? I'm very well, Darren. How are you? I'm good. I'm good, thank you. It took me a while to get to this place, this top secret location. Yep. Darren, but it is a fantastic room. Yeah, it's beautiful. What, what is this above us? Are these geese? They are swans. Swans. There you go. Swans. With light bulbs in their mouths. And we're surrounded by butterflies and moths. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's out there. It's peculiar room. Um, yes, how, how are you doing? Very well, mate. Very well. Yeah, I'm great. Couldn't how, be better. How is the comedy going? Really well. Moment? Really well. I can't really, uh, I can't complain with the comedy. Obviously, we've got, I've got Edinburgh coming up. Yeah. So I'm doing like loads and loads of gigs at the moment. Um, I've just got a radio show on Radio Hoxton every Thursday, which is like really cool. So I've got um, loads of guests coming for that. It's non-stop, man. Yeah. It's and non-stop. Hoxton Radio, is that actually always done from St Pancras? No, it's not. They did a special last week, right. which was two hours, which is like their summer summer party, summer oh, festival, they call it, which is really lovely. Uh, typically, it's done at their studios in um, on Brushfield Street in Spitalfields. Okay. So I do it. It's normally, that was two hours. The one I normally do is one hour. Okay. And did you get into that off the back of comedy or the other Yeah, one? it was yeah. weird, really, because I, I went as a guest for a friend of mine, Fletcher, who he does fashion, but occasionally he'll get me on just to like be a bit silly. Yeah. And... Uh, the director afterwards gave me a little tug and said, all right, mate, would you, would you be interested in blah, blah. And I was really interested in that. I said, yeah. And normally he take, it takes months and stuff, but I only did a few shows. He's like, look, let's just do this because I knew what I was doing. I mean, yeah. I, I, I loved it and I was, you know, I really enjoyed yeah, talking yeah. to people. And I've kind of made it into a what's going on in London comedy yeah. scene. And it's cool. And I plug all my comedian pals in that. And it's, yeah. it's fun. It's fun. I definitely, I got a shout out on this on the summer special. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I yeah, 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 yeah. appreciate that. Yeah, no problem. Of course. <laughs> but uh, like you said, you mentioned Edinburgh. It is coming up to that time yeah. of the year uh, in every comedian's calendar. Yeah. Um, so you're, you're not going up on your own now, are you? No, I'm doing a split bill with Akin Amobatan, who's my very good friend and a brilliant... Do you know Akin? Yes. Yeah, you know me. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah me and him are splitting a bill. Uh, it's at midnight and we're doing um, half each. And it's both our first runs, but... I think it's wise because I was going to jump in and go for an hour, but yeah, I was talking to people and That's it'd be dark. naive. And there's no, there's no, there's no, there's no reason to. Like I'm all, I'm, I want to do things quite quickly, typically, but yeah, this time it felt sensible. Plus, it's nice to share a burden with someone. Yeah. And Ekin's wicked, he's and he's like, good. yeah, he's great. I remember when I first saw him perform. It's it was at uh, Birdies on a Friday at Savoy Top, mm. and um, you know you have that mix of this guy's good and fucking hell. Just like, oh, fuck, I'm not, I'm not that good. <laughs> I've never had that, but uh, I know people do. No, yeah, he's brilliant. And what's funny with him is that he won the Max Turner. Yeah. And I heard his name and that. And I messaged him, never met him, never spoke to him, never nothing. I messaged him saying, all right, mate, apparently we're meant to meet. And he was like, I hear that too. And we kind of just had these conversations. And um, first time we ever met, we were like, do you want to do Edinburgh together? Yeah, and that was it. Yeah. And, you know, we're really, we're close pals as well. Um... We really compliment each other because I'm quite quick and rapid on stage. That's just my style. Yeah. He's very calm and pronounced, mm. and he's a very elegant storyteller. Like it's brilliant storyteller. Yeah, brilliant. And what I like about Akin is that, you know, he's 
there's like nothing wrong with being very very young but there are a lot of very very young comedians on circuit and I'm not you know I've had a career, you know, I work I'm a lawyer all the rest of it and he's you know he's, uh, he's like me and he's serious and he wants to do it properly and he wants yeah. to write well and not that they don't but he's in Edinburgh he's going to be like we're going there for a reason you know right. we're spending a fortune and all the rest of it and we're taking it seriously you know I've had to sell my soul to get sell it again to get it uh, to get time off work <laughs> but you know stuff like that it's, it's cool and yeah. me and him seem to be in quite a similar space at the moment no because because yeah because touching on to what you just said about comics on the circuit yeah um, I find as well like, um, like oh, so I have my day job working in finance yeah and I find a lot of comics who don't have day jobs or maybe just fresh out of drama school mm. they don't have they have like they've got brilliant stage presence because mm. obviously being from drama school but sometimes it's like it's kind of naivety or a lack of life experience. Yeah, of course it is. They... But I would have the same yeah. at 22, you know? Exactly. But because I'm a promoter and I, I see hundreds, literally hundreds of acts a month, there is a theme of like, yeah, I know, I know the tube's hot and I know I know rent's expensive, but what are you saying, you know? Yeah. And, you know, I've made a lot of mistakes in my life and I've done loads of stuff and blah, blah. And, but I can talk about that now. Yeah. And it's funny. But, you know, everyone's, you know, when I was 22, I've, I'd have been an absolute shambles <laughs> on stage, <laughs> really. Yeah, no, I don't think I would have been grounded enough to uh, no. actually continue working hard. I think I would have had one shit gig and thought, oh, I'm done with this. Yeah, exactly. And a lot of these guys have, like, you know, like you said, they've been from drama school and stuff, and they're from very different backgrounds, and, you know, mm. you can't really get away from that at every level of comedy. Yeah, so talking about backgrounds, uh, where are you from? Uh, I don't know. I was born in Hammersmith, uh, West London, when I was on Christmas Day, no less. And then we moved to Acton, where I lived when I was a baby. And then we went to Norfolk, which is a horrible part of West London. <laughs> it's awful. And then we had a terrible... Um, was there some, it was awful. Yeah, we had a terrible set of neighbours. and We had to move suddenly under horrible circumstances. Moved to Barnet, North London. Whole time my Barnet crew. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so, I've always, so I was not, not Barnet, North London, North London, North London. I'm a big gooner and the yeah. rest of it. And then I... Went to uni, come back, went to New York, lived there for a year and a half, and then come back. And then since I come back, I've always been Brick Lane or London Fields yeah. or Bethnal Green or I've always been East. Always, I'm De Beauvoir now, just around the corner. Yeah. Haggerston. So I've always been East. I've got a real affinity for East London. Yeah. I love it. I've got affinity. I love London. I love yeah. London. I'm always taking people out, and I know all the pubs and I know all the tours. But I love London. I promote it as heavily as I can. I just love it so much. I can't really explain why. It's a bit odd to people. Yeah. But I think you've got. To love where you're from I think so yeah yeah no, I don't know you do as well yeah. oh, I take the piss out of Harlow all the time yeah of course but yeah no, I, there's a strange thing that each time I go back I'm like this is where I'm from yeah it, it's, like, it's true but all of its flaws and its faults it's like this, yeah. this is home so yeah and I did Memoirs of a Geezer and I started that up I subsequently gave it away to Naomi Wattis who's great um, you were there the other night yeah I was there yeah. on Thursday yeah. but that was a whole like I, was, I walked in there and just was like, wow, I've not seen this part of London for ages and it should be celebrated. And all these people are like, oh, well, well, it's not, you know, it's a bit rough, it's a bit this, I'm like, it's London. These people, these places need to be retained. Otherwise, in 50 years, this will be a massive canary wharf with no soul. I, I, I made a joke about that pub. Um, yeah, everyone loves it. Because I, I've, as I said on stage, if someone told me five years ago, I would set foot in this pub. Yeah, innit? I would say not a chance. Yeah, I, I think that England flags in the window. Yeah, it was one of those. And there was no football tournament on. There was no... Uh, <laughs> it was, yeah. It was, and it was this weird juxtaposition between you got that pub there and Watley Market. Yeah, I know. Which is like the most, yeah, I know. Yeah, it's the most yeah. like Asian, yeah, South, South Asian community there. It's like, 
How does this not kick off every day? <laughs> it's like, I don't know why. It's like when a lion meets a tiger, they just, they just look at each other and then walk off thinking, <laughs> let's just leave it. But, but funny enough, with mem- Memoirs of Giza is a night in Thomas New and Shadow, yeah. and uh, I'm not plugging it, it's just to give context. No, mate, give it. And, um, give it, uh, I went in there and this was when I was having a real kind of crisis in my life and I was trying to like focus on something because I have very odd, unusual brain if I'm left to be idle anyway mm. I went in there and I just fell in love with Kelly so much mm. and I was like I said to her she's like this pub is struggling and we need something to happen here and I was going around North London saying to pubs hello I'd like to do a night here and I was meeting all these horrible bar owners that were like yeah. you know all their places were like six pound beers and kale and yeah, all yeah. this nonsense and they weren't nice people and I was like do you know what mate like I'm not going to put my heart and soul into something that and they're all like, oh, if we don't make enough money, we're going to close it immediately. I'm like, all right, mate, calm down. Yeah. So I went in and met Kelly, I was, and she was like, look, we're struggling, I'd love to do it. Then I left, and she was like, look, if you, nothing happens, I get it. We had a nice chat anyway. I said, no, 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 I'm a serious person. I wrote this big, long business plan thing. And then the first night we had, we had 270 people, and it exploded. Oh. I mean, oh, it really yeah. did. You've heard of it on the scene. Well, that was the thing. It yeah. was one of the first gigs I had heard of. Even though I, I, the first time I did it was last week. Yeah, I know. It was one of the first gigs I heard of Memories of Gies, you've got to get down there, Memories of Gies, Memories mm. of Gies. And I remember seeing your face in the whole kind of yeah, the Geisha, of the geisha yeah. like mock-up. That was a weird day. Um, <laughs> it's a great poster. Yeah, it's, it's good. Great. Um, I shall probably use that as the picture for, sure. for this. But um, yeah, I was remember seeing that and thinking, I have to get down there. And every yeah. time someone came back, every new comic I met, they're like, have you done Memories of Gies yet? So <laughs> why they, it's just a bit mad. There's nothing. <laughs> it is. It's like it's just a bit bad. It's like it's in this pub, and it's just like there's a dog. And yeah. Then, <laughs> everyone talks about there's stuff on the wall. They go, yeah, but it's it's a good gig. Like you have to do it. Like would you do it again? Like yeah, no, I would. It's just yeah. It's just not like other yeah. gigs. Yeah, it's like, not. Okay. But I I I've made it like that. Like, yeah. It is crazy, and things have happened in there that like it was stunned people. But. It's a show, not an open mic. I always yeah. say that to people. It's a show. You know, it's a show. I, I dress Lola, who's a Rottweiler, up as a lion. <laughs> I buy moody goods and I raffle them. Uh, there's a red carpet outside. I wear a tux. Like, it's chaos. But uh, going back to what I was saying, I wanted to make it... Yeah, so we had you know hundreds of people mm. were coming to... I mean, in one night we had like 300 people. It was crazy. And then I invited the Tower of London Beef Eaters. They all turned up. I got the the, the, the the pearly kings and queens. They all t- on the same night, by the way, which was m- that night finished at one a.m. So how did you get? In co- did you just go directly to them? Uh, or so do you have contacts? I have. Or? I know a lot of people in London, so I'm really like, I'm just into everywhere. And you're a uh, talker as well. Yeah, I'm a talker. Thing, like, yeah. And I got obsessed with. Uh, I get obsessed with things: sharks, Sopranos, football, comedy. Now, mm. but. I used to go to the Tower of London every day. Okay. So I'd have a special pass where I'd get them for a pound, not 25. So I would go in there for like, you know, just to walk around because I'm fascinated by the Tower of London. I got friendly with the beef eaters who were wonderful people. And then I was like, look, I'm doing this thing. I'm like, hey, hey, just email us it because we get asked every day to do stuff. Yeah, yeah, sure. So I went home and wrote this quite long personal email about what it means to London, why it's important, why it's this, why it's that. I got an email back from a head beef eater. He's wonderful. He said, mate, I printed off what your email, I stuck it on the wall and everyone loves it. We're all going to come. So they did. They all come oh, with wow. all their, yeah, it was amazing. They came with all these like, they can't wear the official stuff outside of it. Yeah. So they wore this like cartoon version of their outfits. So we had them who drunk the bar dry. We ran out of alcohol. We had no, <laughs> none more left. And it finished at one. We had the beef eaters there and blah, blah. And I just wanted, and we had loads of black cab representative. We had, uh, some, we had loads of people. And it was, I wanted to put London under one roof. And yeah. we did. And we did. 
and I was very sad and emotional to let it go. Yeah. But I um, I wanted to. I wanted to do other stuff, but it's not dead. I've given it away. But, yeah. Um, I don't know. I just wanted to leave it when I was doing it as something really special and a real moment. Yeah. You know. I think no, I think there's um, you see it so many times, especially in my old job and the business perspective, or anything that someone creates, they find it very hard to let it go. Yeah. And then they sometimes hold on to it to yeah. the point where they suffocate you and then it stops being the thing that yeah. they first created. Anyway. Exactly. So. Yeah, exactly. And that's exactly how I felt. I had so many thoughts about it. And I was watching this thing on Bowie, not that I'm comparing us, but I watched it I, but I watched <laughs> but it on there. Are. No, I'm not, you I'm not. Are, Steve. I'm not. In your mind, <laughs> I know you are. Oh, well. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, but, but he said something like, when he was at the height of Ziggy Stardust, not that, again, this is just a pub, but the thinking is like, behind mm. it, he was like, it was amazing and the best, so I killed it. Yeah. Then it will always be amazing and the best and great and fun and all that. So there's nothing worse than playing something out. You've yeah. got 40 towers, gold, holds its own, you know, never play it out. Yeah. And then see these things that, you know, season nine off whatever it's just dross and i wanted it to be raw and fun and i'm proud of memoirs of Giza. funnily enough after all my big thing i'm going back the next thursday to do okay. one more as a guest host oh really because she's away um naomi's away in vienna and i just i'm gonna go back for one more oh, but nice. um kelly who runs it is like my family now they yeah. all they all are and they're dear friends and we all did it together and the first time i ever met her i told her it'd be massive and now it is it's great yeah but then but then i only got you haven't done Candlelit, have you? No, I've not Candlelit. So no. I've got another one called Candlelit Comedy at Ten Bells, which is the famous Jack the Ripper pub, which is right next to Radio Hoxton. Oh, nice. But I only got that. You'll have to invite from my me. Na- I'll, I will. I'll, I'll I will. Calm down and I'll perform. It's, like it's on. It's, it's on the been amazing. Now. We had <laughs> Harry Enfield and Paul Whitehouse yes, were there. I saw that picture. Yeah, mate. That is. We've nuts. had Tony Law. We had Robin Ince, who's in the office. We've had Richard Herring. I saw that. <clears> I'm going to get all the. All the best comedians in the country are coming. And again, is that just direct messaging, realising that no. there's human beings? And yeah, they, it's a part of that. Yeah. I've bumped into a few of them in other places and made them not forget me, which yeah. is cool. But there just seems to be something going on at the moment like where I'm putting all my passion into it and people are responding really well. Yeah. Because I love comedy so much. Well, I think and people... You sense a, a genuineness and integrity in people yeah. when they are... You know, generally passionate about something. Mm. I mean, someone's just giving you just a talk. It's like, okay. I've, I've had just a talk and I've yeah. heard it. And I'm like, I remember there was a group of comedians that were like, hey, we should do something. I was like, all right then. Blah, blah, blah. I said, right, let's all send an email outlining our ideas. No email. I said, right, let's meet on a Sunday. Got there, all these messages, all these wet, like, oh yeah, I'm, my stomach hurt. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I'm just like, do you know what? Forget it. Yeah, like, exactly. What are you doing? Like, you can't even organ- like go away. Yeah, so, exactly. Whereas I don't, you know, I do stuff. Mm-hmm. I do it to the point where... I don't know how I can juggle it sometimes, but I do. I don't know. No, sadly, because um, no, I'm similar. It's just I thought, right, I want to do comedy. I started doing comedy. And I was like, I want to start doing radio. Just emailed radio stations. Yeah. Got, got an email back, so I calmed down. But people are cool. Yeah. That's people what are really just cool. Realise people just yeah. Will just do things. Then the podcast, it was just like, right, I need I need a laptop. I need everything to do this. And I thought, let me just try it off my phone for once. Yeah, so man. Send it to my mate. And I go, what does it sound like? He goes, 
Yeah, it sounds alright. Yeah. I go, oh, good, because I've already set it out now. Oh, here it is. <laughs> so, yeah, he's like, okay, cool. But um, I think me and you are similar, Dan, in that after our gig at the downstairs at the King's yeah. Head in Crouch End, which was fun. Yeah, it was really fun. Me yeah. and you spoke for a good few hours and a good few pints, from what yeah. I can recall. We, we, we finished up about 2 a.m. Was it? Yeah, because remember, we met. Um, Where did we go after that? Oh, the Moors Bar. And who's we met there? Um, who's, who's Charles. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Craig Charles' son, his name is. Oh, I can't remember his name now. Oh, he's my pal. I've totally forgotten. But he's uh, he's um Jack, of course. Yes, Jack Charles, Jack. who does smash the world up at Jack Glastonbury. He just did um yeah, he just Charles, did Glastonbury, yeah. and he's incredible. He I met him in this very room first time oh, I ever go. met him. And yeah, we had drinks, and oh god, that was a great night. But we're both quite similar in terms of like mm. we're quite real off stage into what we are on all that stuff. Yeah. Not maybe not that, but you know there are so many comedians that as we were saying, like they're on stage, they're great, and they're listening out off stage. I, they're very aloof. Or they're very quiet or whatever. And that's not a negative thing necessarily because a lot of them might do have, you know, personality, certain personalities yeah. that that's just the way it is. But I just, I'm so bored of that. Yeah, I'm yeah, so bored definitely. of being like, oh, this guy's amazing. This girl's amazing. You meet him off stage. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah. There's nothing to say. It's all awkward giggles. Yeah. It? So, okay. Awkward giggles or, like the other day I went up to a bloke like, all right, mate, I'd love to, love to comedy. Yeah, yeah. So when can I get a gig at your place? Let's get our diaries out. And I'm like, oh, mate. Wow. Like, do me a favour. <laughs> that happens chat. to me about... <laughs> 10 times a week yeah all the time and it's just like let's just have a laugh man like yeah. let's have a chat like what's going on what do you want to do yeah, exactly that's what we did that night wasn't it we, we did talk about comedy but then we just started chatting about just life just having just, a laugh yeah. just general kind of just crap <laughs> yeah but that's what that's what life is isn't it yeah definitely now talking about life uh, so going back to what you were talking about living in north yeah. west London yeah. you said you moved because of neighbours yeah. are you able to talk no. about that no alright fine I'll talk about it sorry no, it's alright. Okay. And then um, you said you went to uni. Where'd you go uni? Bournemouth. Bournemouth. Okay, so on the coast? Yeah. Oh, nice. I wanted to, like... rather than staying in London, I wanted, mate, I just wanted to see, I wanted to go somewhere with a beach and somewhere nice. And But it's funny because I say to people, I'm a lawyer, where'd you go? Bournemouth. Ooh, ooh. You know, when you came to it's like, it's irrelevant. It's all about going somewhere nice and enjoyable. Yeah. And I was, you know, I was, I was Bournemouth's told, wicked. Don't go to uni in London. Yeah, of course. Or go to city or the coast. That's it. Go to another city or the coast. I went to uh, uni, Aston in Birmingham. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, yeah, just get away. Because I knew if I stayed near London, I'd just go home all the time. Yeah. Then no, that wouldn't be uni. Into it. Yeah. But um, Bournemouth, I see, I'm ashamed. The only thing I know about Bournemouth is Wiggles. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Bournemouth's wicked. <laughs> what's cool is that my aunt and uncle, who now live in Australia, right. they lived in Bournemouth in a beautiful place called um, Camford Cliffs. Anyway, I'd go down there all the time and it was really nice and it was gorgeous. And weirdly, this girl I met, just before I was about to go to uni, literally two months before, I met a girl called Yvonne mm. in a nightclub called Destiny in Watford, which is um, exactly as horrific as it sounds. But I met her <laughs> and it was weird. I said, what university are you going to? She's like, oh, Bournemouth. I said, me too. It was weird. Yeah, yeah. And then a few of my friends were like, oh, you're only going because she's going. So it was after us, you know, yeah. applied and whatever. But that was weird. Yeah, and then yeah. we went there and it was, and it was wonderful. And all my best friends that I'm best friends with now, pretty much apart from my old, old friends, they're my uni friends. Yeah. Uni was amazing, and I loved it. No, exactly. So I, I partied too hard, but there you go. I said I partied just enough, because I got a 2-1, yep. but I got 59.5. Boom. So you got ra- rounded up to a 60, got 2-1. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> See, so I did just, just enough. Yeah. Um, and so, going from that, you said you lived in New York for a bit. Yeah, I did, yeah. Was that through your day job? Uh, no, that was um, that was like a a year's working for a bank for uh, for Citibank, right. uh, where I was working in a trust department, 
And also, when everyone was like, every single person I knew was like, I'm going to Vietnam, whatever, which I, you know, I wish I could have as well. But yeah. I remember thinking, do you know what? Like, the city lawyer for financial, as you know, yeah. it's so competitive. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I was like, yeah, I was like, right, rather than going around and putting paint on myself at the full moon party or whatever, yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm going to go somewhere and experience a different country because I've yeah. never been to America before and I'm also going to like have someone to stick on the CV because it was big and working for a bank like that is good but time of my life like yeah. without a doubt being just being in English London or whatever yeah, in New yeah. York it was immense and my best friends now are, are loads from America and they come and visit me all the time I saw my friends Aubrey the other day and, Ske- and um is it Aubrey, you say? Aubrey, yeah. Yeah, you can't get away from that. Yeah, exactly. Like, you can't. You can't yeah. give, me, give me from his instead of Her and Sketch, Aubrey. John, who's a dear yeah. friend, they're from, um, they live in, um, they're from North Dakota, but okay. they now live in Colorado. But they met me and it's such a cool thing to have like yeah. friends in other countries. And they, they know how much I love London. And they've been following like my comedy stuff from, you know, Facebook and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. And they're really cool. Like, they're really happy. It's nice. Do you feel like you couldn't do the Vietnam thing? Um, I'm putting words in your mouth, so you can correct me if I'm wrong. Do you feel like you couldn't do the Vietnam thing because, say, like your background, you're a working class boy. No. You were middle class. No, 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 and, no, no, like, no, no, they, no. They've got dad and mum and dad to kind of... Mate, to be honest, I'm not like... Yeah, you know, my, my family are from Glasgow and, rest, and yeah. they, da, da, da. But, you know, if compare myself to the real working class people, I'm not at all. You yeah. know, I live in Hackney, for God's sake. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like, I'm not. However, I'm certainly not of the set where the parents took them skiing and bought them a first yeah. flat. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. But which is fine. Which a lot of comedians seem to be. But there you go. <laughs> but, um, but I know. And their main issue is they can't match their parents' expectations, and it's all very sad. Mm. <laughs> quite deep but oh, no 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 I can get away I could have gotten away with going doing that but the last thing I needed to do after uni was to booze for another year I yeah, mean yeah. seriously yeah, it yeah. was just you know but and equally I can go there again you know I can go there again would you ever want to take comedy to yeah. to New York and yeah. America and everywhere stuff? yeah is that, so is that because a lot of people you talk on the circuit um, it's like they're ashamed to dream big Ridiculous. and that's probably the last thing that I thought about when I met you was like <laughs> well <laughs> was like, yeah no, it's, so it's like, like you was just very honest like in the sense of you want you want to take this somewhere yeah. and you want to actually do it yeah. otherwise what's the like, yeah what's the point what's the point of doing anything yeah um and it's, oh yeah and I just find it weird like some people talk to them so it depends what age you are if they're in their 40s 50s they've got yeah, yeah. kids and they just started doing it a few years ago so I, mm. I get it mm. but when you're like younger you only live once yeah I mean I've been I'm, yourself yeah to... I'm sure thing is I mean like, the reasons I got into comedy are very personal and it was very dark and all the rest of it blah 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 and I was in a really really horrible place yeah. like look I mean it very nearly killed me I really 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 did but yeah I've kind of burst onto the scene and a few other comedians are like what's going on here yeah, yeah. but I put my soul into it. Like, not, I'm sure I, I'm, I know I have detractors and people are like, oh, well, what's he doing? What do you think? I'm like, you know what? I don't care. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't really feel bad when people say stuff like that. I'm like, just concentrate on your own game. Yeah, like, exactly. like, the energy you use on that, just do write more material. Like, and all I do is work hard. Yeah. Like, my nights are mad. Memoirs, I gave memoirs everything. I left every night, everything I left on that stage, everything. So I wanted it to be brilliant. I wanted it to be massive. And I tell people, everyone's going about this night. And that looked crazy. Because yeah. the first few times, people were like, mate, this is a pub in Shadow. I said, listen, don't worry about that. Then we got Tony Law performing there. Boom, yeah. Tony Law, one of the best friends in the world. He's been there. And then Candlelit and blah, 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 and Edinburgh. And 
Yeah, I wanted, I wanted, man, I love comedy. Like, yeah. you, I know a lot about comedy. You know, going back to like Steptoe and Son was my thing. I was been since I was eight years old. Steptoe and Son, you know, Carry On films, um, every Blazing Saddles, like yeah. all that old school stuff, like Chris Morris, Alan Partridge. I've been following comedy forever, and I've only started applying myself to it because I couldn't be when I was feeling quite depressed. I couldn't be around comedy even. Yeah. Like, I couldn't go and watch stand up because I just wanted to do it so much, but I hated the fact that I just hadn't put myself out there. Oh, so you had that. Yeah. See, I, I had Big that. Big time. But I wasn't, I wasn't so much depressed, but I used, there was like this kind of ceiling of how much I could enjoy watching yeah. comedy. Yeah. Because there's always this part in the back of my mind that goes, I could do that. I yeah. could do that. Yeah. Are you yeah. doing it though? No, I'm not, but I could do that. Yeah. I could do that. And, um, so, how did you start comedy? Did you do a course, or no. did you just go, did you walk on the open mic? I was or? in the midst of a severe alcohol and just awful period. Yeah. And all my mates like, oh, mate, do stand up, do stand up. So I was like, oh. So I did like one or two, and I was okay, but you know, yeah. not great. Do you remember like, your first gig where I yeah, was? Yeah, it was in downstairs in the King's Head. Okay. Where you and I met. Yep. And it was all right, and I actually did quite well. And everyone was like, oh, that was good, and it was good. It was pretty good. But I didn't understand, because of where I was mentally, like, I didn't understand. I, I thought I'd do one a month, which I did. I did one a month. Oh, I do stand-up now, but that's nothing. Yeah. It's nothing. Then I did King Bong, got voted off within a millisecond. Like, I think it's a record, actually. I think it was six <laughs> seconds. And I, uh, I went on a big drinking spree that night, and then after that, I didn't do comedy for ages. I put it out of the back of my mind. And then... Once I got myself well again and sorted myself out yeah. and my life out, and um, I've got no problem talking about this now because it's, it's done. I'm pretty yeah. proud that I bounced back from it. But, you know, my family sat me down because it was a really horrible time. And they were like, look, you need to sort this out. Yeah. And my sister, who's incredible, who saved my life, she said, look, you haven't done comedy for ages. I said, no, I have. She said, Stephen, you haven't done comedy for ages. You don't even talk about it anymore. And then I was like, do you know what? I haven't. And then... I started actually writing material. Rather than going up and doing the same old, there's my five minutes, good night. I started writing material. I started talking about what I've done, how I've, you know, things I've seen and friends I've got and all that. And I decided to give it everything. And funnily enough, as that turned around, I got a better job and I stopped drinking in the city and I stopped socialising with certain people that kind of want you to fail in the city because it's full of horrible, horrible people. Yeah. All men are awful. Like, all the men there were just being so, like, they're so... They, they didn't want me to not be there. Do you know what I mean? They loved the fact that I was having a bit of a nightmare, really, oh, I think. And then I got a great job where I am now and they really respect the fact that I do comedy and it's uh, interesting and blah, blah, blah. And it's... Yeah, now I love it. I yeah. love it so much, man. And I love seeing great talent, like... Whenever I'm out and someone's great, I'll be like, hey, I loved it. Other comedians don't do that sometimes, but I do. And equally, if people are struggling, I'm like, hey, man, keep going. Yeah. Right, always keep going. Write more, write more, write more. It's like, I don't know. When comedians are on in their spare time slagging off other people and talking about who's not, who do you rate, it's like, write material. Yeah, I don't understand exactly. it. It's so weird and odd and all the rest of it. But what was your initial question? I can't remember. Uh, I don't... About... Why did you get into it? Yeah, go into yeah. it. Yeah, so, yeah, so I just got into it because I love doing it. And frankly, yeah, I love it. I mean, don't get me wrong, it's hard and it's tiring. And, you know, I had a I had a gig the other night where I didn't do well. And that's and as soon as I came off, I was like, oh, that was rubbish. But then I just brushed it off. And then I did one last night that was really good. Yeah. And, you know, you've just got to keep going. And where it's at at the moment, I'm just kind of enjoying where I'm at at the moment. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm really good friends with Tom Ward, who's brilliant. He won, oh, yeah. yeah, he's a good pal of mine. I talk to him about it a lot and like how to manage stuff and all the rest of it. But 
good things that seem to be happening because I'm passionate, you know. Memoirs was great, and then from that, Candlelit came because they've heard of memoirs. And then from that, I got the radio show. From that, I got the Edinburgh previews. From that, I got Edinburgh with a kid. Do you know what I mean? There's all yeah. these little things that have all happened from just like being positive, and I'm always positive. And when I'm up to Edinburgh, we've got Robin Ince, who's a guest, we've got Tony Law, we've got all these nice cameos. Yeah, yeah. And that's all come from memoirs, really, because without that, you know, I got membership here because of comedy. Yeah. Like, it's just all this mad stuff that's happened. Yeah, well, I haven't said, haven't said that. I haven't said that. Sorry, uh, for my friends at home who don't know what I'm doing or don't really care yeah. or not care, they just don't. They got their own life sleeve. Yeah. You know, if you haven't come to a gigs recently, be like, what's going on? Like, this is <laughs> mad. You yeah. know, but it's cool. A lot of my friends, my really good friends, they're really happy that it's happening for me. You know, nothing's happened yet, really. But, yeah, no, but but foundations are in place, we guess. No, definitely. Do you so? He says like some of your friends at home. Did did you? Uh, I use this term. Did you come out as a comedian? No, nah, man. They <laughs> all knew. It, I, do you know what? The second was, I was you with the closet, the comedy no, closet. No, 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 no. <laughs> Well, that's the thing. Younger people say to me, oh, "You must be really uh, upset. You didn't do it in your twenties." I'm like, mate, I've been on stage my whole life with a mic. Yeah. I just didn't have a mic on stage. Yeah. You know, I was a guy at a house party. Like, blah, 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 blah. Oh god, I was a nightmare. I still am a nightmare. But uh, it's just the way my brain is. For but, a long um, time, I was so guy I didn't start at uni, <clears throat> and then it's only now <clears throat> I think yeah. about it, but. The, the well, I guess the ten years of not doing it at uni. Yeah. It would is I've amassed so much actual real life experience yeah. which on work that it kinda of makes it much more relatable yeah. to someone yeah. coming to watch you rather yeah. than me saying, I've been doing comedy since I was seventeen yeah. and never worked in my yeah. life. So there's not Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's so. it to a T man, to a T. But as soon as I did a, as soon as I did a gig, I made a conscious choice because I do not care. Right. People say, oh, I don't care. I really don't care. Yeah. What people think about me, I don't care. Leave it with you, bang, I don't care. You know, I just don't care. Um, and as soon as I did my first stand-up, I put it on YouTube and me, uh, straight on my wall. I said, there you go, I'm doing it now. Yeah. Just put it out there. Because otherwise, if they find out on the sly, it's like, ah, he's da 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 he doesn't want people to know. But I don't care. It's true. It's I don't a, care. No, there is a weird thing about that. Yeah, it's loads of weird like, stuff. Um, I know people, that comedians, that f- best friends don't know. Yeah, it's like, but in the, <clears throat> and talk about the kind of people finding out, doing air quotes here. Like, I remember when I was at work once, and mm. someone came up to me and it's kind of like, so, tell us a joke then. And yeah. I was like, what? It's like, someone told me you're a comedian. Like, oh, they're kind of like, oh, I yeah, caught yeah, you. And yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah. yeah, I am a comedian. They're yeah, like, yeah. oh, you actually are? It's like, yeah. They're like, they yeah. didn't have anything to say, but I was like, that's, it's such a weird approach to it. Yeah. It's almost like, oh, you're doing something that you're actually passionate about, yeah. rather than being well, sat there moaning about the office. Are, yeah, <laughs> people are really cool about it. Yeah. I mean, there were a few people that I'm sure behind my back, like, oh God, how cringing, da da da. But now I'm doing, like, I'm okay now. Like, yeah. I, can, I, I wouldn't mind anyone watching me now. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. But, you know, my best friends are like, well, oh, like, this is, this is great. Like, mm. you know, when... They see photos of me with Harry Enfield or whoever, and they're like, wow, this is amazing, that's great. That puts it in the context of people. I mean, a lot of people, they, most people's experience of comedy yeah, is on TV. It validates it when you yeah, see it. Yeah, big, big stage. Of being, yeah, Edinburgh uh, does that, yeah. even though it's just getting a, a room somewhere. Yeah. That's very much kind of... So um, what people do, is, yeah, people heard of Edinburgh, so when they say, oh, yeah. you're going to Edinburgh, like, oh, he's actually a comedian. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like... But what's, yeah, the one thing I have done, though, is that, so I'm a lawyer in the daytime. Yeah. When I'm not fighting crime in the evenings um, <clears throat> so I was a bit hesitant at the beginning to tell not at the beginning because I was, I was a comedian when I joined there yeah just low level like I'm down pretty yeah. much but whatever 
and I was a bit hesitant to be like, hello everyone, I'm Steve, I'm a comedian, because I've got to be quite firm at work, and I've got to, you know, if there's stuff serious to be done at work, it's me, because I'm the in-house legal counsel, so I have to sort things out, and I have to be quite firm in places, which is weird for people who know me, because it's like, you know, but I kind of told a few people, then it spread, and then all my work people all come and watch me. Right. Like, it was wonderful. I went to my, I, was, I told people this, but I went to, I went to my, my director saying, look, I need to take time off for Edinburgh. And I was really nervous about it because yeah. I, you know, last year I took maybe two days off and I had 20 days left, which I just didn't take. So I'm never off. So I don't like being, I don't like not what's going on at work. So I told my director, he was like, do you know what? He goes, we've all been following this. I knew you were going to ask. Because I really respect what you're doing. Yeah, of course you can. And he's yeah, like, yeah. they're coming up to watch me. And it's so lovely because they know what it means to me and how much I put into it. And, you know, and I work hard. I, I work hard in everything I do. My dad taught me that. And my mum taught me that. Yeah, definitely. And so, you know, they're really cool about it. Whereas I hear other comedians like, oh my God, I've got to quit my job because they won't let me go to Edinburgh. Yeah. You know, which I think is really sad. Mine's had to do that. I just thought, oh, that's so that's like mean because it's just something that you want to do. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's yeah. not something I'll be doing all the time. But yeah, it's like, um, <clears throat> yeah, similar thing with me in the sense of didn't really tell people at work. I told one person, they told another, they turned off. Yeah, and yeah. Then, Everyone loves telling people. <clears throat> once he's out there, it if it just becomes fact. It's just, that's Darren. He, he works <laughs> in finance and he does comedy. Yeah. And after the initial shock, he's like, oh, he does comedy. And yeah. So the weekend, when you see people on Monday, do you have any gigs? No, the other kids, yeah, it's, and then it just becomes some people. Yeah, like, yeah, then the kind yeah. Of big deal of it yeah, disappears. Yeah, yeah. Mate, try, so whenever I meet people, yeah. like, like, what do you do? I say I'm a lawyer and a comedian. It is the most like ridiculous <laughs> way to start a conversation. <laughs> oh my gosh! And sometimes it's funny because on the circuit, people can't believe I'm a comedian. Yeah. And when I meet people on in real life, they can't believe I'm a lawyer or whatever. Yeah. The other way around. Whatever. No, sorry, if I meet people on the circuit, they can't believe I'm a lawyer. Yeah. I get that a lot. Like, are you really a lawyer? I'm like, yeah, mate. It's like, oh, it's just surprising. I'm like, okay, but it's because you. It's because everyone stereotypes a certain job, don't they? Yeah, but that's so, nonsense. Yeah, of course it's like, like when people find out I'm an accountant and a comedian, like, but accountants aren't funny. Yeah, I know. And it's like, how many accountants do you know? Mm. Well, none. They mm. so, go, all right, brilliant. So, <laughs> yeah, let me tell you something. Some of my craziest friends I've ever met, who are now my best friends, they're lawyers. Yeah. You know, my friends are doctors. They are party heads to the max. That's you know. what everyone's, everyone's, everyone's just normal. It's just a job. It's just a job, you, isn't you it? You do your job and then you finish it and you do normal stuff. Yeah, and you leave. yeah, 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 exactly. You know, yeah. So with, because uh, inspirations, comedy. Um, Who inspires me? Yeah. Um, I'd say... There you go. There you go. Just shutting the door. That's all. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Okay. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Comedy. Yeah. Inspires me. Uh, uh, friends of friends of mine, comedians, friends of mine, people whose comedy I I I like and understand and and admire them for doing. They inspire me. Tom inspires me a lot. Um, but you know, as a kid, I was very, very like. I'm even now. I had to, I've tried to control it, but I get very obsessive about certain stuff. If I find out something interesting, I will find everything out about it. I'm. Everyone knows me for yeah. that. I'm a pub quiz monster. But when I was a kid, I was obsessed with Alan Partridge. I love that. Uh, to Alan the Partridge. extreme. Um, so it's literally me and my. It's me, my best mate Danny, and this girl called Katie. We're yeah. the only kids in school. Yeah, was yeah, Alan yeah, Partridge. yeah, yeah. I was that. And so, yeah, so he's always just yeah. come in to say things like, yeah. "I want to cut you with my switchblade." Yeah, and then yeah, yeah, people yeah, are like, yeah. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, 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 yeah. Hundred yeah, percent. <laughs> but you know that. 
Bill Hicks, I know yeah. it's such a cliche, but Bill Hicks is just a, a giant, a giant, mm. and I just he could you could put him on now, right now, in this room, and what he's saying is still relevant because mm. people are asleep and people are blah, 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 not engaged and all the rest of it and they you know, all that stuff. Yeah. But him, Larry David, I love. Yeah. I love Ricky Gervais. I, I love, I love people that just do great comedy, man. I, I don't care what they've done elsewhere. I just look at their comedy. Like, I don't care. I just yeah. love. I love that. And it sounds a bit like, oh, whatever, blah, 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 but I care about comedy, like, big yeah. time. Like, I genuinely do. And I try and promote, and and it's funny because, you know, I every single time I'm on internet web, I'll big up another comedian. I do a radio show where I just plug other comedians. Yeah. And I've had people like I know saying, God, why don't you promote yourself? Da, da, da. I'm like, I do, but I, all of it's self-promotion. That, and it's naive to think it is. That's how the world works, though. Because I think the more you put out is the more it comes back to you. Mm, so of course. If, if you just promote yourself on your yeah. radio, you'd be like, why are we listening to this guy but, talk about himself? But <laughs> like, like, there are so many comedians that, or whatever, yeah, there are so many people that like, they'll hesitantly give you their favourite on circuit because they're too focused on their own stuff. It's like, yeah, yeah. give me a break, man. Like, whose comedy do you love? You know, Heidi Regan, I love her comedy. I love Helen's, I love Neil's, I love Tom's. All these people. Yeah, yeah. Richard, I'm not going to listen to all because, you know, there's so many. But I love watching them. And I find them interesting, and we're not we're not a threat to each other. Like, it's ridiculous. Just just do as best as you can. It'd be amazing together. There really is enough space, mate. <laughs> it's like if, yeah, that's the thing, especially like creative yeah. things like comedy. There's there's always new things happening. Yeah. There's always new ways of thinking. So you're never gonna is. just do. Of course, there is. Is it? Yeah, you're never just gonna do just the same. You yeah. Know? No. You're not gonna each other's toes. No. Stuff, so. No, and I try and support, even when I'm not having one of my nights, occasionally I'll go to another night and just sit there and watch. And yeah. It's interesting. It keeps you in the loop. And it's, man, I love seeing someone that goes up and blows me away. I'm like, yes, who's that? Let's talk yeah. to them. What are you about? Let's have a drink. Yeah, you know? definitely. Yeah, yeah. Like we did. Yeah, exactly. That. So and then for me, so when I see someone do really well, I don't feel hesitant to tell them I think you're really good. Cool. And also what it does to me as well, it makes you go, yeah, you need to get back to writing. Yeah. Like you need to carry your writing. There's, yeah. yeah, you had a good gig last week, or yeah, you smashed it that gig. But if you just rest on that, this yeah. guy, yeah. <laughs> this guy's only taking all of your gigs going yeah, forward. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's kind of what I felt when I saw Akin for the first time. I was just like, just the way this guy tells stories. And I, and I think it's funny because you know when you hear about someone on the circuit before you see him. Yeah. So I kept on hearing about this guy. Mm. So I'm not sure if people just did that to me because I was black as well. Just like, do you know no, what I No, 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 everyone says yeah. that. <laughs> but then, um, yeah, so I just knew about this guy. So when he was on the kind of bill, I was like, oh, okay, yeah. I'm going to see this this amazing guy. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah, he's he, good. He is actually I'm good. very excited about our show. Yeah. Because I'm meeting him tonight, actually. Uh, I'm cooking him dinner. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, again, he's someone that's, you know, he doesn't talk bad about people no. doesn't do this doesn't do that I mean so many do it's just so boring but he's like he's positive and he's all we're always talking about acts we like and what yeah. bits we like and that's what I love man I love because so candlelit comedy we have kind of a it's not more of a pro night but we have like yeah more you, of established you have, you have, yeah, yeah, yeah. You have but we have serious names, names yeah. they always do because I want it to be something a bit different yeah I wanted to make it a bit of the memoirs is wicked and we have great acts at memoirs we had we, everyone's been to memoirs but I want it to be a shorter bill. Yeah. It's only eight people rather than 16 or whatever. So I want it to be a shorter bill and a bit more of a, okay, this is a comedy event. Yeah. And it's been amazing. And I, you know, man, I, I sit there and get a cheese board and watch comedy for three hours and I love it. Like, yeah. I love it. And I love promoting them all. And 
just I just love it all, mate. Really. Oh, it's same. Um, and and he's 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 finally trying to introduce kind of you know, as muggles to comedy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But it, like in the set, like I say, because when they have just watched on TV, I remember invited uh, my cousin and his mates to watch um, me at TNT. Yeah. Once. Summer Wolf. Yeah, Summer Wolf. She's wicked. And um, yeah, they were just what just be sat upstairs in the pub. They're kind of like, what's this? Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, this is like open mic comedy. This is this is, this, is what, this what's gonna happen. Then the first person came on, and they're like, oh, they're shit. Like I don't like. Can we just go downstairs? Then we'll come up when you're on. I was yeah, like, yeah. that isn't how it works. Yeah, no. Like you've got to be watching everybody. Go, yeah, but they're not funny. I go, well, you get up and do it then. Yeah. And it's like, oh, all right. And I said, like, yeah. just watch everyone. You'll, you'll find some you like, there's some you don't. You're on stage for five minutes. And yeah. They're just, they're just trying something. Yeah. So. It can be a long night. Yeah. But pff, that's that's it, I'm afraid. Mm. That's part of the course. No, definitely. And um, I was going to say before that, oh, sorry, I've got something in my mind, which is beautifully painful. But um, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to power through. I'm going to power through. Here I am. So what, um, what dates are you in Edinburgh? So I'm in I'm in Edinburgh. We're in Edinburgh from the third of August to the twentieth. Okay, so every night at um the every night at Just a Tonic, the small Kirk. Okay. We have a great venue, man. Yeah. And it's a fun time, and I'm gonna do my hour show next year and really really go for it. But this is gonna be fun. How did you find organising like long gym? and a nightmare? Yeah. So hard. I, I've I've never heard a good story about it. Everyone loves being up there, but yeah, I'm pretty organised due to my work and stuff, and I do a lot of stuff. But mm. I I've, I have a good brain for doing things. Yeah. But, I mean, just the, the little bits and pieces around it. I mean, even. I said to a Kim, we said the other night, we had a we had dinner at his house and um I was like, Do you know what mate? We haven't we don't really talk about comedy when we get together. We just talk about the poster and quotes and <laughs> where we're living, which is all sorted now, but like it was so long. So what's nice now is tonight we're gonna talk more about comedy. Yeah. Because we talk we've both got good sets, we've both got good half hours, but um we've got to interweave one another's sets. Right. Because we don't wanna be one of these act one of these shows where you know, this is Darren, this is my half an hour, yeah. hand over to Steve. Yeah, yeah. Like, we want it to be a bit more, obviously it's very much our yeah, own yeah. thing, equally, but um, we want it to kind of be a bit, just nods here, yeah, and little like, you know, little things that, that, that would reference the previous person. Or the, yeah, you well, want, it's two different people, but it's one show, isn't it? Yeah, so very much want, so, yeah. very much so, yeah. So you want to be yeah. like that. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting mix, because every single person who meets him and me are like, okay, that's the, How's this work? That's a meeting <laughs> of minds. But um, it does work. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so, <clears throat> how many previews you guys done before? We've done, uh, we've done only three. Yeah. But we're ramping them up. We got one on Thursday at the Water Poet with Frank Cassidy, which yep. just moved to another place in Shoreditch. Uh, and we've got one in on Sunday at the Ten Bells um, with Alice Devlin, who's wonderful. Um, and then we've got one in Liverpool the weekend after that. Because we oh, wanted to take test, it out of London. yeah. yeah because my thing's idea. like London to the max, so it'd be interesting to see if Northerners murder me. Yeah. <laughs> now I think that is definitely something to do because I yet to gig outside of London. Yeah. I don't think my material is particularly London centric anyway, but I may find out it is yeah. if I actually leave London and. It'd be interesting. Do, yeah. I've had some of my best gigs on the outskirts of London, seriously. Like yeah. going to places that like aren't necessarily have massive comedy nights. If you go there and you you do like something fun, they love it. Yeah. Like they proper love it. I've done that a few, few, good few times. But, uh, what was I saying? Um, yeah, so we've done a few, quite a few gigs, but 
I'm trying to take like so last week I'm doing like you know like a ten here, a twenty here, yeah. twenty here. Like I'm trying to do quite substantial stuff and gig less. So how are you yeah, how are you finding building up? Um good. For thirty minutes. Good. I've yeah. Because <laughs> funnily enough, I went from a five to um like what from like the one ten straight to a twenty. Right. Someone asked me to a twenty, which I hadn't had a twenty, but I said, Yeah, I'll do it. That's, it was, that's the way to that's yeah, the way to live life. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, Yeah, I'll do it. He goes, When next Friday, so I'll be there. And I did, and I smashed it, it was great. So I've just kind of done that really, but because I'm, I'm on stage so much at memoirs and candlelit, whatever, I can just talk yeah. and talk about little themes. So I used to have like a whole page of just obsessively written stuff. I'd follow the whole script. And if someone in the audience said something, I'd lose the spot and yeah. be like, ah. Whereas now, I t- you know, I have three words written down. I do a thing about Darren's, which you've seen. Yeah. I was- <laughs> yeah. But I just had to have Darren written. I'm like, boom, I do it because I just know it. I've got a new thing about Hitler, which I really like doing. So I do that, then that, then that. And it's... It's good. Me and Akin are also doing previews in our flats. Yes, so I we're saw. inviting a like minimal. You can come if you like on Saturday. Be fun. I'm in Bristol. Okay, Saturday, cool, yeah. cool. Well, um, you know, we're doing a we're doing them in our flats and stuff, and I have no. If it was tomorrow, I could do our show, but I want it to be as good as we can make it. But you know, I'm not worried about that. No, at all. Yeah, because I found um, yeah, it's kind of it's the energy, the difference in energy between a five and a twenty. It's massive. Yeah, because the five is bam, 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 bam. Just yeah. like to keep on hitting them with just punchlines and jokes. Whereas 20, I think, well, one is I physically found it tiring to try and do that. Two, I think the audience finds it tiring. Like they can't physically yeah. laugh like that. Of it's, course. It becomes a while where they kind of sit there and go, kind of mentally, go, this is funny, but I, I yeah. can't actually physically laugh anymore. Mm. So do you, have you found you've incorporated more kind of stories into... Yeah, I do that anyway. Yeah. I do that anyway. So I just talk for a long time and if it's getting a bit dry, I, I know how to, how to handle that. Yeah. But um, funnily enough, I did a five minutes the other day because I just wanted to try something. And I wanted to try this new bit. And I got up on stage, I introduced myself, I fooled around, did whatever. And then the light was flashing and I was like, what? And that was my time. Yeah. I was like, I didn't even try my thing, but yeah. I was just like, da 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 because I'm not used to making it really tight. Punchy, yeah. Yeah. And then the <clears> next guy asked me, was like, pleased to be here. Bang, here's my bit. And I was like, oh, yeah, I didn't do that. Yeah. You know, I talked about my sweat and my day all nonsense. Yeah, definitely. But that was interesting for me. Like, okay, remember, you know, remember. So, yeah. That's the, yeah, it's a difficult process to transition between the two. And, yeah, and equally when I do my hour... Next year, that'll be, you know, another thing, or 50, whatever it is. Yeah. That'll be another test. But, you know, I, I look at anything and think, if other people have done it, it can be done. No, definitely. Simple as um, that. With your material, about, as you mentioned earlier, your first gig, you just put it on YouTube. And so how, how much material do you actually have out there for people to see? Do you have much? I have a lot, yeah. So you got, I don't have, like, any. I have loads. Out there and, loads. Stuff. and it's something I'm thinking, maybe this year I'm going to change. Yeah. And, challenge myself just to write more if I put something out yeah. there people it gives you a chance to see it and yeah. then I just have to write more so they can get something new when they see me but um, I don't care about all that stuff just, I don't care yeah. I put everything out and then just perform it yeah live I had know. to disable my uh, YouTube comments because every video I was putting up was attracting a very weird hours like at 7am on a Sunday morning I was getting these really horrible comments yeah. from like random people well I say they're random they're definitely other comedians yeah. who are rubbish probably um, but I was getting loads of that and I was like oh this is ugly and what a horrible thing that was yeah. but I still put it on YouTube because frankly I find it useful and I don't yeah. I don't care man like if there's a video of me embarrassing myself on YouTube so what yeah, yeah. like there's one of me embarrassing myself on Arsenal TV, which got 70,000 views, and <laughs> had me get 
threatened by scousers because I swore because I'd had 12 pints. That's out there. So I don't care anymore. Like, who cares, man? Do you know what? But equally, I've had people that have met me who I've never met be like, hey, I know you do comedy. My friend showed me a video on YouTube. I loved it. Yeah. So it's, it's cool. I don't mind. That's fair. That's good. And so... Um, I know certain people are like, you shouldn't do it or they don't. Like, really top people are like, I don't like it being out there. I get that. Maybe in the future, I'll take them all off. I but... think they can afford to be that kind of protectionist because yeah. they've got tickets to sell for shows. Whereas, I think, yeah, I think at this level, I guess we should really just get stuff out so people can see us. And... Yeah, and also, as sad as, it's, sad as it sounds, I record myself on my iPad. I don't want to watch my iPad. Whereas if I put it on YouTube, I can then stream it through Chrome onto my massive yeah. widescreen telly, which is yeah. really helpful for me uh, and really cool. So, yeah, I don't care. Yeah. And we've... Um... Life's not... You're not doing well in life unless you're getting trolls attacking you. Yeah. That's, that's when you know you're doing something well. If someone's sitting there in their pants in their parents' uh, bedroom, you know you're doing well. So thank you for that. I was going to ask about writing material mm. as well. Um, like, do you sit down... Like no. put time a day and just write, or is it just no. it's popped in your head? Uh, I discipline myself to sit occasionally, but I carry a notebook around me everywhere I go. Yeah. And if I think of something which is constantly, man, I, I thought of a whole bit of my Boris bite the other day, just cycling around, and uh, I'll just write one word, then I'll come back to it and be like remembering it. Then if I've had a drink or two, I'll look at it again and write more. Yeah. Because I just find it interesting how like my different moods or my different states vary the comedy oh yeah like I do a, I've done a bit I did a thing I do a thing about Hitler being um, being a, a cokehead at a house party annoying everyone and that started <laughs> from just one word saying Hitler was a cokehead because there's a book called Blitzed which yeah. talks about how coke was everywhere in the Third Reich which I knew nothing about oh there you go so I just wrote Hitler coke and I went back to it and I did that last night and I think you know it's my favourite bit to perform and I've had a reaction from that bit yeah that I've never had from other comedians saying that's like the best writing I've seen you do so far. So that's how I do it. Yeah. I think of it all the time. I try and add to it. I try and add to it even when I'm on stage occasionally. See, I, I do that. Yeah. So, and that's really fun. Yeah, it's definitely because you think, oh, I know this kind of works, mm. but now I'm here on stage. I'm yeah. kind of feeling it. Let me just, I'm going to just say it. I'm going to blow it out. Come yeah. out, come out, come out. And, and, and there's something gratifying about, if you're doing a painting, if you're painting, say that butterfly over yeah. there, I could see the painting halfway through and be like, ah, that's not great. Or, oh, that's looking good. Yeah. Whereas when you do stand-up, it's in your head, it's in your notebook, no one's even heard it. Yeah. So when you do it for the first time, that is it. Like, that yeah. is it. Because I'm confident enough now, I think, to know if something's awful or good, or yeah. good enough to be good, if you know what I mean. But it's it's like no other discipline, because no other, no other art form, if you want to be pretentious about it, uh, there's no other thing like that. Because yeah. once you do it, it's like, bang. And when I did the Hitler thing... Everyone laughs, yeah. you know, because it, it was funny, because it was Hitler being all like, yeah. being whatever. But that's reassuring when people do that. And equally, I've done a, I've done a bit where I've led up to the big bit and no one's laughed at that. But the little bit leading up to it, loads have laughed. I'm like, right. what, what, why, yeah. is, why has that happened? Yeah. But then the other week, the week after, you, it can be the other way around. They laugh at the big bit and a little bit gets silence. You're yeah. like, what's happened? It's such an odd thing. It's, it's, Even now I can't work it out. No, same. You've got to do it. It's like you're there talking in silence. And you think, don't like because I guess if I say it's the same exact same joke three months before, I'll be talking through it, and just my confidence is just seeping out mm. as I get to the big punchline, and then they're kind of like, huh. There's whereas, nothing worse than that. Yeah. Feeling, when where, you're, yeah. Yeah. Whereas now it's like well, I'm not getting any laughs, not getting any laughs, not getting any laughs. But fuck, I want to just commit to it. Yeah. Punchline comes out, boom, massive laughs. Like, 
Yeah. All right, that's all I have to do. Just commit to it. Just just trust in your material. I was, I was yeah. dying last month, dying. Mm. And I knew that I was dying, and everyone knew I was dying, and it was the end of the night, and it was tired, <laughs> and I was on life, blah, blah, blah. And halfway through, I was like, look, I said, look, a lot of people here, you frankly, you won't, you won't get my jokes. Because uh, you probably sit there, you watch the IT crowd at home, and you've never really understand stand out. Because this stuff I'm doing is quite clever. It's yeah. probably not for you. You're more of a base you probably like a packet of lager and two pints of crisps. And everyone's like laughing. Because yeah. everyone's like, oh, okay, he's just mugging us all off and yeah. getting back into it. And once you can do that, people are like, oh, okay. And then they'll give you a break. They'll be like, yeah. you know what? This is quite funny. Yeah. So I just, I address it. If yeah, it's, it's, I, yeah. Head on. I'm like, look, why aren't you laughing? Like, because if you don't, that silence can just become a cloak. And then oh, there is yeah. nothing. And when I was brand new, not even brand new, when I was newish, when you're trundling along in silence and they haven't like ten of the bits, you're like, and here we go, there's another minute of this, yeah. and it's waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting, and you do it, and there's still no laugh, and you walk off. That's when it's hard. Suffocating. That's when it's hard. That's because when you're new and you think you, you don't understand what it's like, and you die like that, and then you get the tube home. I mean, there are <laughs> there are no other experiences <laughs> like being when you're in the pizza shop just staring at the geezer. It's like, what we're doing? What it's like, what time is it? It's quarter past one. I'm having dinner. And you get up, and it's like, how's your gig? Awful. And it's just like, oh, my God. You know? And then, like, Lourdes, <laughs> you go to have your sins washed away at TNT or whatever, and then it's okay oh, again. I mean, it's mad. It's mad. <laughs> I have this problem, because, yes, I've been there. I've literally been there. Everyone has. Every comedian that, who's here, that would be like, yep, that kind of silence ad is suffocated, and it's the room. It's like, yeah. it's like someone's just turned the temperature up. You're now sweating. Your mouth's getting drier. Yeah. Just, and you, you now look at people's faces. They're looking a bit disappointed yeah. in you. You don't even know me, but why are you so ashamed of me? <laughs> and it's when you're in the bar afterwards and everyone's like, oh, you know, that was brave. I'd mind you getting up there. It's like, oh, good buzzwords. God. Brave, but then, you know, mate, do you know what? I say, Darren, I say to people all the time, right? If you want to do anything that means something, you have to pay a debt, right? Yeah. And what I mean by that is like, so to do comedy, my debt is to be like, not debt I like it, but you know, that's law, that's the debt. If you want to smash it and have great gigs and people come up to you and say, hey man, I loved your show, da, 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 da. the debt you pay is the loneliness of when you're terrible. You've got to bomb. You've got to bomb. You it's have to bomb. The only way you can learn to get good is by You can't bomb. live until you've died. Yeah. And that is so true. You do see something, because I find it absolutely mental. How long have you been on the circuit for? A year and a half. So yeah, so I've been just, just over a year. Properly, I like, and, all the time. And I find it kind of amazing that some people I saw when I first started... Yeah, and I've seen them now, and they're literally doing the same yeah, five minutes. And, yeah, I know. I'm, and I'm just like, I don't want to say anything bad about them because they, everyone's different, so it's whatever. Yeah. But for me, if that was me personally, I'd be, like, I'd be bored of performing those five minutes. And, and equally, would... it clearly hasn't been working. Like, yeah. It clearly hasn't been banging out stuff. And I remember I was at a gig recently, and this dude that I know well, he said, oh, I've got something really interesting tonight. Oh, I've been working on it for a while. I'm excited. Da, da, da. Then the closer we got towards the, like, the him being on, he's like, oh, there's a lot of people here. I might just do my great stuff. I was like, mate, do your new stuff. I yeah. said, he said, no, no, I won't do it. I was like, mate, if you're going to do it, this is it. When, when are you going to do it? Then he went up and it. did his great routine, which I've seen a lot, which is good, yeah. really good. Then he come off and he's like, ah, oh, that was... I said, but, but what have you learned? From, like, what have you done? He's like, and do you know what? Two drinks later, he's like, oh, man, I should have done it. Because yeah. they would have gone for it. I was like, mate, of course you should have done it, man. Like, don't worry, it's all good. And you were great, by yeah. the way. And that's good. But why not do it at, at the stage I'm at my view is unless they're paying to come in then I'm going to just be experimenting all the time if I'm at a gig because I've been been on bills where people paid money to go like when I did on Saturday people were paying uh, the Camden Centre oh yeah 
Um, so it's Except Besserman. Huh? Martin Besserman. No, no, no. Camden Centre. So obviously Kings Cross Station is about three. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's okay. the X Factor. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, you yeah. won that. Yeah, yeah I won oh, well that. done, mate. Oh, yeah, cheers, That's man. brilliant. Well yeah. done. So, Five hundred pounds. Yeah, that'll do. And then, um, well yeah. done, that's amazing. Yeah, so with that, it's like people have paid, so I'm not going to be. Ex- yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, and it's yeah. a competition. Yeah, I'm not going to be experimenting there. You got to give it, You got to give them something. Yeah, but if I'm in a pub and it's people just walking in, just oh, what's going yeah. on here? Be a comedy. Yeah. What is the point of me doing yeah. five minutes yeah. that I know works? It's like no, let me just. This yeah. is stuff that's popped in my head on the train. Is stuff popped in my head. I sat at the toilet. Mm. Um, I haven't even really thought about yeah. how I'm formulating this into a joke, but I've got to say it out loud. Yeah, I put a new bit into every yeah. set I do every night. I mean, not like, I mean, the new bit could be two lines. But it's something that yeah. keeps you interested yeah, of course. in yeah. your own performance. Yeah, I feel like I need to do that, yeah. otherwise I'll yeah. get bored. They'll feel that I'm bored. If you're bored, yeah. they're certainly bored. Yeah, definitely. It's so, that's not the But, um, so I don't keep you too long. Um, so we've... Actually, I guess I should ask then. Everyone likes to hear this, this question in comedy. Your worst time you bombed was the worst. Man, I've bombed loads of times. Um, <laughs> it's like that. Uh, Just pick. Take a pick. Take one it? pick. I will pick. Da, 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 da. I did one in Stoke Newington. It was my fourth ever gig. Yeah. And uh, no. Do you know what? There's a worse one than that. Although that was also horrific. There's one in my brain that I deleted, which I've just re, I've just uh, found in the found in the trash and brought it back onto my desktop. Dragged it back. Okay, so I went to a gig in Richmond, right? Uh, but outside Richmond, so yeah. miles miles away, and it's yeah. like my fourth fifth gig. And a few friends of mine were quite like, "Hey, we'll come and watch you." And I was like, "Yeah, come along." Because you, because you're awesome in your fourth. No, no, yeah, no, no. but they were being kind. They yeah. were being. And my mate brought his girlfriend and a friend on the scene for ages. Sure. It kind of all, you know. So I turned up at this gig, in outside Richmond. Um, so I turned up, and I walked in and I said, "All right, mate," to the bloke who was this big hippie. I said, "All right, mate." I said, "Oh, I'm one of the comedians." He goes, "No, you're the comedian." I said, "What do you mean?" Oh. He goes, uh, "This is um, it's a, it's a folk music night, but we wanted a comedian to mix it up." I'm like, "What?" I said, mate, you said it was open mic. He's like, well, it is in the extent, but we do a lot of poems and a lot of this. I'm like, mate. So I look around, there's all these kids there, like, and I mean children, running around. And I'm like, mate, I do stuff about bad things that I've done. <laughs> or just, just risk, you know, I do adult yeah. stuff. He's like, oh, yeah, maybe if you could watch that, tone it down, da, da, da. I'm like, oh. I just love so that. can't you just make the kids, you know, go away? He's like, no, no, no. I was like, all right. So I'm like, okay, then all my friends, and I said to my friends, like, I'm leaving. They're like, no, you're not. We've come for, and it, we had to get like two buses. And yeah. It was raining and it was horrible. Like, we're here, we're getting a dinner here. You're on. I was like, all right. So as I'm up, literally walking up to the stage, and I was meant to do about five or six minutes, he's like, uh, can you make it 20? I said, what? He goes, do 20. I said, I'm not. I'm, open, as I'm going up. So open bike, 20. So I was like, all right then. So I did it, and I started okay with my five, and people did laugh. And then eventually it just turned into this slog and, ah. Uh, I just didn't know what I was doing. My friends were just kind of looking at each other and all the and all these kids were like, just, and no one was like, I said to one bloke, said, oh, should I carry on? Because no one was laughing. Bloke went, oh, mate, just get off. Or oh. something like that. And I was like, I don't want to get off if someone tells me to get off. So I'm like, no, I'm going to stay. I've got that same. And I did it. And it was Detroit. like, <laughs> and I was like, God. And I never forget that. I always look at people in the audience for, and mostly it's positive. So I look at someone, yeah. they're laughing. And it was just this group of girls younger than me. And they were all on their phones, just talking to each other. And not even, I, I was yeah. like, I was invisible. And I came off to silence and I sat. And all my friends were like, it wasn't that bad. There were little bits and I was like, whatever, but it was awful. And that was bad. That was bad. Really bad. And it took me ages to just, 
Oh, yeah. Just to wipe, just to um, just to dust me off with that because that really stayed with me. And the journey home took ages and all yeah. this bit. So that was one. Yeah. But there's been a few of those. But so what? Like now it's so what. But now, at, now it's so what. At the time. Because at Harry Enfield laughed at my joke the other day, so I don't care anymore. Go. But you know, do you know what, mate? It's all of it's so what. Like that's me. Yeah. And even like when I started doing memoirs, has always been busy because. It was a curiosity that yeah. people have heard about, you know. It wasn't hard to sell memoirs. People like people I've never even met come to memoirs. Like yeah. we have families turning up, like, is this the memoirs? I'm like, yeah, it's mad. Whereas with Candlelit, because it's a hot, because it's, I took it over in the summer. It's boiling. Yeah. And I first few gigs, I was like, oh my god, there's only eight audience members. I get all nervous about it. But now I'm like, do you know what? So what? Yeah. I'm not going to lose the gig. Like, the comedians won't care because they're doing it in front of like other like they just don't want a bit of stage time. Yeah. And so what? If there's no one there, you know. I know one week we had a great one where we had 70 people. It's a 70 capacity. Okay. We had 70 there and it was amazing. We had Robin Inson, it was amazing. The other week we had four because it was 90 degrees and no one you wants to... You can't get anyone to watch comedy with a side. And it's the Easter, it's the, you know, it's Shoreditch and people want to be outside drinking cider. I can't be like, oi, mate, there's comedy here. People are like, sorry, mate. Like, sounds great, but I ain't yeah. getting out of the sun on my Saturday. Exactly. That's the reality of it. That's the reality. And the other day I was, I had a gig that I was at the Ten Bells and it was boiling hot and I woke up. I looked at the sky, I was like, damn, yeah. it's a gorgeous day. And I was like, oh my God, have I become, how did that happen? Yeah. You know, that's just the way it happens. But now I don't care. I mean, obviously it's nice to have a crowd, but equally, I don't get embarrassed in front of other comedians. I used to be like, I'm so sorry about this. Yeah. Now I'm just like, yeah, it's, it's what happens. Yeah, what I promote, I do as much as I can. I do a lot, you know, I put up posters for free for them. I do loads of stuff for comedians. I plug them on my show. You know, no one else does that. I plug them on my show. Yeah. I plug them on my memoirs page. The Memoirs of a Geezer and Candlelit Comedy pages, I let people put up their own shows and where they're performing because it's all about the comedy. It's all about people getting on. I really do believe that. It sounds a bit sanctimonious, but I don't care. No, I think you should always... Yeah, just... I never. It sounds so weird saying this out loud now because if you knew me, say, maybe not even a year, like 18 months ago, mm. I'm like one of your biggest cynics. Yeah, yeah. Pessimist. Yeah. I used to call myself a realist. I was just a pessimist. Yeah. But I'm just being real. You're not just looking up. Yeah, you being positive. You're just not in the real world. Um, I wouldn't say I'm a massive optimist now, but I'm much more positive. And I think, yeah, it's just the energy you put out. The mm. bare energy you put out is the better you're going to get back. And I think especially with comedy, so many people, or anything creative, so many people out there trying to think, I need to do this for myself, do this for myself, and not help anyone out. Mm. When you find yourself needing a favour you will have no one to call yeah and I've I mean I've I mean I can't really I don't want to bang on about it too much but I mean the amount of comedians that have just when I've asked them for just a tiny little favour or just help me out here no 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 busy or or just don't even respond I'm like mate I've given you a preview I put you on my radio show I've said your name a lot on the airwaves I put you on my femur what are you doing it is absurd and I'm like what are you doing I get it you're you know you want to do well we all do but sometimes I'm just like gobsmacked like we had sometimes I'll get a comedian that will turn up at my night they'll sit in a corner writing notes like they're some genius then they'll sit there stony face just not even really watching then person will come on They'll do their thing and then they'll leave immediately. I then they'll send me a message like, hey, it was great to see you. Uh, let's do, Can I do another show? I'm like, no. what are you doing, <laughs> man? Yeah. Like, I, I get the note it's writing. It's so embarrassing. I get the note writing if it's, it's 
the act just before you carry on. Yeah. Have a little read I mean, you know, I, it's fine. But uh, yeah. to come there, yeah, I've seen it. Literally sat yeah. in the corner. I mean, I, I can not be... Not talk to anyone. I, I can be guilty of being at a gig and if I'm about to go on, I go outside for a cigarette yeah. whatever, or whatever, or, or a beer. Or, I just... Sometimes I do need to yeah. walk around and that can come across bad. And I apologise when that happens. But mostly, I'll yeah. sit there all night. Yeah. Because, you know, it's... If people have sat in the audience and laughed at you, give them, like, be cool with them. Because, yeah. oh, mate, I could tell you things, honestly, man. I don't want to say on your show anything, yeah. but, like, some of the things I had to deal with have been stunning. Yeah. Like, an open mic prima donna is the most oddest thing you will ever <laughs> experience, ever. Because it's, like, it's weird, man. No, it is. It it's is really nice. weird. But, you know, so what? That'll only... That, that's everywhere. But in art of being comedy, it's... It's just so odd to, to witness. It's so odd to witness. It's and kind of funny. Yeah. But, you know, I was on my Sunday the other day and someone emailed me an email and it was really angry because I hadn't responded to their previous email. Yeah. Because I'd been in Ireland. And they wrote a whole list of why, you know, what acts have done my night that probably shouldn't have been doing them over him. And I'm like, yeah. mate, you need to calm this down. Oh, so he's literally just yeah. assassinated. He's really angry. Like, oh, my God, I can't believe you haven't got back to him. I'm like, mate, really? it's a Sunday, man. Like, I'm hungover. It's a way to endear yourself to people, isn't it? Just Absolutely. Just slag off other people. Well, indeed. <laughs> indeed. All right. All right, brilliant. Um, where can people find you, Steve? You can find me... In the club, no. You can find me at <laughs> 50 Cent references. No, you can find... So if you join on Facebook, Memoirs of a Geezer and Candlelit Comedy, it's one... Memoirs yeah. of a Geezer, like Geisha but Geezer. Everything I do is on there. Yeah. I'm at the 10 Bells every other Monday. I'm at Memoirs a lot. Where's the 10 Bells? The te- I'm sorry, the 10 Bells is the 10 Bells pub on Commercial Road, yep. which is right next to the um, the, 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 the Christchurch, um, the Hawksmoor building. Yeah. Um, and it's a beautiful Ten Bells one, uh, the, the Jack the Ripper pub, which is, I know it's not just that. I'm on Hoxham Radio every Thursday between 1 and 2 p.m. called McCann's Power Hour. And I'm just, where well, there's comedy in East London, I'm pretty much there at the moment. Yeah. Oh, and at Edinburgh, I'm on uh, at midnight on Just a Tonic uh, between, yeah, at midnight, uh, between the 3rd and the 20th. I think I will find myself in Edinburgh for I'd love at to least see you. a week. Cool, that'd be there. wicked. Um, yeah, so Steve, thank you very much. My pleasure, I loved it. Um, very interesting. Yeah, I'm looking forward to putting this out, man. Cool. Thanks, man. Cheers. Cheers.